Welcome to the Sales Influence Podcast, where we talk about finding the why and how people buy. I'm your host, Victor Antonio. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for lending me your ears. Today, I want to introduce another phrase into the sales lexicon. Let me begin by saying, USP is dead. Unique selling proposition is dead. It is dead. It is a relic. It's dead. It should have been buried and forgotten years ago, but we still hang on to it. Why? Because we don't have anything better until now. Yes, I have something better better than the USP. I call it the UAP, the unique aggregate proposition. Let me say that again, the unique aggregate proposition. And this really hit me. Uh, I was reading a book called Atomic Habits. And in there, there's a small little write-up on page 225 that talks about Scott Adams. If you don't know who Scott Adams is, he's the cartoonist behind Dilbert. And he said something interesting. I'm going to go ahead and read it from the book Atomic Habits by James Cleary. Here's what Scott Adams says. Everyone has at least a few areas in which they could be in the top 20%, 25% with some effort. In my case, he says, I can draw better than most people, but I'm hardly an artist. And I'm not any funnier than the average stand-up comedian who never makes it big, but I'm funnier than most people. He said, the magic is that few people can draw well and write jokes. It's the combination of the two that makes what I do so rare. And when you add in my business background, suddenly I had a topic that few cartoonists could hope to understand without living it. In other words, as James Cleary says, when you can't win by being better, you can win by being different. Oh, register that phrase. When you can't win... By being better, you can win by being different. And what Scott Adams is saying, he says, look, I'm not the best comedian, but I think I'm in the top 25. I'm pretty funny. I'm not the best artist, but yeah, I'm a pretty good cartoonist, and I think I'm in the top 25. I may not I may not be better than Warren Buffett when it comes to business, but yeah, I'm probably in the top 25 as far as people who understand business. But individually, he can't compete, but as an aggregate as an aggregate combining those three skill sets, he now found his unique aggregate proposition. This is powerful, folks, because here's the reality. The USP has been around since, I don't know, 60s, the 70s, I think is what came to life. And even around the 80s, it should have died in the 80s. Because look, in the 80s, you could still compete on the unique selling proposition, right? You had a unique value proposition, unique selling proposition, either one doesn't matter. But back then, it was easier to be different. It was easier to differentiate yourself. Remember, this is almost before the internet. This is before globalization, when manufacturing was very, I'll just say, niche. In other words, only certain companies could produce things a certain way. It was easy to develop a product. It was easy to develop a product that was different, that had different bells and whistles than somebody else, and it was hard for another company to catch up. Fast forward, we have the internet, we have globalization, the dissemination of information. All of a sudden, we've reached the what I call the equality of quality. And that means that, uh, you know, everybody expects products to be high quality because everybody now has the manufacturing process down. Customers expect more. We've le- reached a level where product has hit parity. All the products are the same, even if you came up, even if you came up with a different product solution, right? Somebody's going to copy it. 
within a couple of months, if not a couple of weeks. It's rare the company. It is rare the company that can create something that's unique. Apple being one of them, maybe Google being another, but rare is the company. They're the exceptions, not the rule. The rule is that almost every product is the same. We're all commoditized. And because we're all commoditized, it's hard to you know present our unique value proposition, our unique sales proposition. That's why this unique aggregate proposition that I am proposing is powerful. Using Scott Adams' advice, so to speak, is how do you compare, how do you aggregate different skill sets and to say, here's why we're different. We're not different individually, but as an aggregate, here's how we're unique. For example, we gave you the Scott Adams. I gave you that one. Now, let me give you a technology example. Let's say you're, I don't know, you're a technology company and you have a product that is in the top 25% in terms of speed, performance, right? So it's not the top, but it's in the top 25. When it comes to storage, for example, it's not, you know, the most per whatever, but, you know, it's in the top 25, right? And when it comes to the number of experts you have working at your company, you may not have all the experts, but you know what? When it comes to human capital, you're in the top 25. Now combine all three, speed, storage, and the number of experts you have working for your company, right there, like a Venn diagram, right there where those three intersect. That is your unique aggregate proposition, and that's what should be in your sales presentation. That's what should be in your marketing messages, your unique aggregate proposition. Well, what if you're B2C? Let's say you're selling windows. You're a window company. One of the things you do is that you have a lot of you know regular windows, but you do some customization. Not everybody does customization, but you're in the top 25 of companies who do customizations. Now, you have a great warranty plan. I mean, it's not the best warranty plan, but compared to other people, you're in the top 25%. And maybe in terms of capacity or turnaround, you're not the fastest, but you're in the top 25. But when you combine all three of those things, you create this unique aggregate proposition that you can use to market. So here's what I'd like you to do. I want you to think about in this way, how could you create your own unique aggregate proposition? Something that if you blend several aspects of who you are or what you produce or what service you offer, that you can stand out and differentiate yourself from other competitors in the market. And maybe it is in three things. In other words, like Scott Adams, it was comedy, business, and he was a cartoonist, right? Those are three things. In technology, it was speed, storage, number of experts, three things. In B2C, where we talked about Windows, it was, you know, again, customization, warranty, capacity, those three things. But maybe it's not just three things. Maybe it's four things. Maybe it's five. I don't know. Maybe it's six. Maybe it's seven things that if they overlap, they create your messaging. Whatever you need to do to find what is your unique aggregate proposition, that's what you're looking for. Take different things that you have have to offer, aggregate them, and then pitch that in your presentations. Try this. Let me know how this works for you because I really want to hear from you because today, many salespeople simply can't come up with a unique value proposition or sales proposition, but maybe it's because we're looking at it wrong. Maybe instead of looking for something special, we look for an aggregate of special things that we can present to our customers. And that is it for this Sales Influence Podcast. This is an interesting one, so don't forget to leave me some feedback on iTunes, Stitcher, or YouTube. I definitely want to know what you think. Also, check out the Sales Velocity Academy. You know the deal. The courses keep growing so you can sell more faster. Check out the salesvelocityacademy.com. Lastly, I want to thank you for listening. This is Victor Antonio always reminding you, selling ain't hard when you know how. Take care.